Good morning, and welcome to Winners Win Live. I'm Chris Coakley, president of Surge 365, and I just wanted to get a chance to share something about leadership with you uh, for this Winners Win morning. Guys, we are in exciting times right now. I know everything is absolutely crazy. Uh, wear a mask, don't wear a mask, I don't know. Uh, the pandemic's still going on, it's not going on, I don't know. Um, travel's closed, travel's back, I don't know. I mean, all these different things are happening right now where people are looking for opportunity like they never have before. People are considering career changes like they never have before. People are bursting at the seams with the desire to travel. Even those who never really traveled much before um, travels at the top of their list. I mean, there's never been a more fertile time. And guys, you have to understand that fertility is usually in the midst of madness, duress. I mean, if you want to plant in the ground, you must first stir the ground up. You don't, you don't just go out and sprinkle seeds on top of, of a perfectly manicured uh, land. You churn that land up. You flip that soil over. You, you, know, you create chaos, essentially, in that land. And then you plant those seeds and begin to nurture. And out of that chaos comes the fruit. Uh, of the labor. And so I, I know it seems like how is now the perfect time, but it is. Now is the time when people are really, really thinking about what's next. And that's the best time to give them the option that we have to offer uh, when they're thinking about what's next. When people are comfortable and making money and enjoying life, they really don't consider other options or other things uh, at that time. And so now is the time to fertilely build. But here's the key to what I want to talk about, because I truly do believe this is the key to attracting people, and that's leadership. Out of everything out there that people are looking at, what they're looking for most is who can I follow? Leadership, who can I trust? Who can I believe? who exudes the confidence that they know what they're doing and they know where they're going and they can show me. Those are the uh, unconscious things that people are really looking at. So many of us are focused on the conscious things, the presentation, what I actually say, how do I convince them? But most people are making their decisions on the unconscious things, which is what they're feeling when they talk to you your confidence, you know, your, your, your uh, uh, character. And so I'm going to talk about some principles of leadership, just some things you can do right away that'll help you absolutely grow as a leader uh, immediately. And I think that'll help you take your, your business to the next level. And so we got a lot of exciting other things coming up. We've got, a, you know, I do a director factory call every Friday. Um, that group is getting an opportunity to be invited to my home to do some real leadership training uh, in person. First time we're opening our home since the pandemic to this small group of people. Uh, we've got our convention coming up. It's going to be absolutely phenomenal. Uh, we've got another absolute dream experience coming in January that we're working on. 
Um, right now, we've got our monthly M365 meetings that have been absolutely incredible and explosive with information that our directors do every month. We, we've just got so many great things uh, lined up and in place. You want to make sure that you're plugging into everything so that you can take your business to the next level. And so, you know, I've said this before and I, and I, and I want to emphasize it again. Leadership is a learned process. It's not a talent, guys. And that's what's so awesome about it is that this is something that you can decide you're going to commit your life to get better at every day. And it will absolutely reward you in, in, in huge, huge ways. That's, that is really um, the story of my life personally is that I decided at a young age that I was going to work on leadership and I was going to be the best leader I could possibly be. And my mentor told me at 19, 20 years old that if I really focused on leadership, by the time I was in my 40s, I'd, I'd be one of the best to ever do it. I, I would have changed my entire life. And he was absolutely right. I sold out to leadership. And, uh, and by the time I was in my 40s, I was CEO of corporations and, and presidents of things. And I was at the top of my game. And, and, and still to this day, at, in my early 50s, I'm, I'm still growing as a leader. And, st and, and life continues to bring opportunities um, because of that. You know? And I truly do believe that's what it's because of, is uh, leadership just kind of lead, it, it, it puts you in different situations that uh that just give you the choice to take your life in any direction you want to go to because everybody's seeking leadership everybody i i can't even tell you how many times i've 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 done a lecture and uh and someone offered me another career or uh, another opportunity or a chance to run their company or run their business I've been offered as much as uh, you know a half a million dollars to be the CEO of an insurance company and other types of companies, and all because I exude leadership, and I'm constantly working on and improving that, and people notice that, and that's what continues to take you to the next level. So, look. Some people, you, some of you are thinking, if it's that easy, then why, you know, isn't everybody doing it? Well, it's not that easy because it goes against your nature. Because most of us work for money. And so we do things that bring us money that we can monetize, that we can, that we can calculate, that we can see. See, you take a job, most of people won't let go of their job because they know exactly you know, uh, $8 an hour, uh, $10 an hour, uh, $15 an hour. They, they know exactly what they make per hour that they work. And even though it may not be enough, they, they're programmed to go with what they can calculate. And that's why so many people are caught up in a job. That's why the biggest argument right now is, you know, do we lift the minimum wage to $15 an hour? And people are absolutely engaged in that debate. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't be because there's going to always be hourly wage workers. But I ain't never strived. I'll say that again now. 
I never strive for minimum. It's my full Texas voice there. Did you get it? But come on, guys. Minimum wage? I couldn't afford anything I've got on minimum wage. Whether they increase it to $15 or $50 an hour. See, leadership can't be monetized at an hourly number. Leadership leads to wealth, period. And the more hours you invest in becoming a better leader, the wealthier you'll become in the long run. That's a fact. Now, if you want me to break that into an hourly wage, I can't. And because of that, most people won't pursue being better leaders. And they'll miss it. It's that few who truly have faith of what leadership leads to that'll do what it takes. And then they'll be rewarded. And then so many people will ask, how did you do it? And you really almost can't answer. Except to say, Leadership, self-improvement, self-develop, get better. It's the bottom line. And so you got to make a commitment that that's just what you're going to do. That's just what you're going to be about. If you're going to take your business and your life to the next level. So here's some basic things. Leadership. This is, I like to give stuff you can just start doing. Leaders stand out. They don't blend in. Guys, what, what is your brand? What, what makes you stand out? What, are you the person that everybody recognizes when you walk in the room? Do people turn th their head to see who just entered? When you talk, do people listen? See, see, those are keys to standing out, not blending in. See, when I go someplace, when I walk into a room, I try to command that room. How do you do that, Chris? I smile. I, I, I walk fast. I, I talk loud. I speak to as many people as I can. Hey, how's it going? How are you? Good to see you. Some of them speak back immediately. Some of them look at me like, do I know him? See, hey, that's not a bad response. I want you thinking, do you know me? That's better than not thinking of me at all. That's better than not recognizing me even walking in the room. Because now at least you're thinking. And as we start to mix and mingle, then either you or me will, will move towards each other. That gravity will take place and we'll get to know each other. See, that's just a simple principle of leadership. You got to stand out. Don't blend in. Some of you intentionally try not to be noticed. That's not leadership. You're in the people business, which means the number one thing you want to attract is people. You don't go fishing and then the first thing you do is make a bunch of noise and throw a whole lot of crap in the water to scare away the fish. <laughs> 
you want to attract. You want to be very quiet so they're comfortable. See, you do everything to get the fish to come to you. I'm telling you what to do to get people to come to you. Stand out. Don't blend in. Here's another key to leadership. Two of the most important meetings are, are the meeting before the meeting and the meeting after the meeting. See, before the meeting, you can tend to find the leaders who are planning the meeting. So you'll get the true understanding of what the meeting is about after the meeting. And where, is where those who stay and talk about what was gained by the meeting, what was learned, and what's next. See, if you want to be a great leader, you got to participate in the leadership. And the leadership meetings are before and after the actual meeting. So you got to show up early for everything you do and be prepared to stay late for everything you do. You know, when you think about an artist in a studio, why do they spend so much time in there to make a song that lasts three minutes? It's the process before recording the song. And then it's all the things that they do after that make that three minutes in the middle special. So make it a, a principle of yours that I'm going to stand out everywhere I go, not blend in. I'm going to show up early and I'm going to stay late. Dress sharp all the time. Guys, dress sharp. Take into consideration your appearance all the time. Now, whatever sharp is for your industry, that's what you need to do. But listen to me, most people think of dress code traditionally. So some of the most successful people in business will wear a suit if they're dealing with people. They will wear a jacket, even if they don't wear a tie, or they'll wear a tie, even if they don't wear a jacket. Now, some of you are going, Chris, but I... I really like to, to be comfortable. I'm in a travel business. So I want to see if you're going to dress down, then it has to be the sharpest down there is. What do I mean by that? Um, I had a mentor who always wore what we call sweatsuits, jogging suits, but he wore the most expensive ones you could find with the cleanest most expensive sneakers you could find. And it didn't hurt that he had on a Rolex watch and a few other things that signified he might just be successful. But he never, never just dressed indiscriminately casual. So you say, well, Chris, what are you saying? I'm saying if you're going to dress down, it better be the most expensive, most unique, most uh, it can't just be, hey, I'm going to wear some wrinkled shorts and a shirt and uh, and some flip-flops because I'm in the travel business. No, 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 no. You're, that's what you wear when you're on vacation and you're not recruiting or building your business. But when you're recruiting, 
and building your business, you got to dress sharp. It's just that simple. I like to wear flip-flops, but I wear Versace flip-flops. I like to wear sneakers or tennis shoes, as some of you call them, but I wear Christian Louboutin, red-bottom tennis shoes. And I'm not saying this to impress you or to brag, but I'm building a business. I'm selling success. I'm influencing people to want to learn how to be successful. Therefore, I must look the part all the time. In the early days of my career, when I was in the financial service industry, I wore a suit six out of seven days a week. And I only think I had about six or seven suits. So I just switch them up, wear them different days. I didn't have a lot of money. I would just buy a new tie or a different shirt. But I became synonymous with a suit in the early stages of building my career. I wore a suit every day. Every day I woke up and put on a suit. Not just when I had a meeting or training. Every day I left my house. And I said, and if you know my story, I started my career as a college student. My first year of network marketing, I was also in my last year of college living in the dorms, which means I got up every day and put on a suit on college campus with college kids who got up every day and put on sweatpants, shorts. And then you see this one guy walking through the campus and a suit with a briefcase <laughs> every day. And some of them said, man, what is he doing? And others said, run, he's going to try to recruit you. <laughs> but what they didn't do was say nothing. <laughs> I didn't blend in. I stood out. <laughs> Just sharp, guys. Be cognizant. I'm not saying it's got to be expensive, but it's got to be sharp. People have got to still look at you and go, man, you look great. You got to be on stage 24 7. So you got to be on stage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Well, Chris, what does that mean? It means that when people look at you, they need to see leadership. So you don't have the privilege of losing your temper. You don't have the privilege of cursing people out or road rage or giving people the finger or harassing uh, a server at the restaurant or an employee at a store. You got to be on stage. You got to be positive all the time. Well, Chris, nobody can be positive all the time. Then don't be visible. It's just that simple. If you can't be on stage, then hide <laughs> until you're ready to go back on stage. Were there times when I was down and frustrated? Yep. And I went home where there was nobody there. Now, if you're home has a spouse and children, you can't go be negative there either. 
You got to be on stage. Those are your biggest fans. They deserve the best of you. They deserve a positive attitude. They deserve an attitude of gratitude. They deserve encouragement. They deserve, they deserve your vision. They deserve to hear the dream over and over again. Sometimes we act the worst in front of the people that support us the most. You're missing it. You got to be on stage 24-7. You got to be on stage when you're home. You got to be on stage when you're out. The only time you don't got to be on stage is when you're by yourself. Lock yourself in a closet and scream and cry all you want. I used to take long drives by myself, and I would be in that car screaming and crying, but with the music loud to the outside world, it just looked like I was singing. They'd look over and laugh because they go, that guy is singing with passion. But I could really be screaming and cursing and going, what am I doing and why is it not working? Which goes along with most songs. <laughs> Be on stage, guys. Be conscious. I would always think about how I treat people because one day when I'm doing a presentation about success and positivity, that person might have been invited by someone and be in the office. That, that person I gave the finger to might be sitting in the audience and recognize me. The person that I, I treated bad as my server at the restaurant might get invited by someone and end up in the audience of a meeting that I'm doing. The person that I yelled at or road rage or, or, you know, cursed out in the store because I couldn't find something or might be in the audience that day when I go to do that training or that meeting. And I would always say that so that I always treated people the way they deserve to be treated. And I never had to have the fear of being a hypocrite and talking about positivity and being on stage while I'm abusing people and looking at people down, looking down at people, you know, my nose in the air. You never know when those people will be the very people that you're trying to recruit. So you gotta never be negative. There's no reason to ever be negative. Something goes wrong, you look for the solution and you move to the next thing. You learn something from it and consider it a lesson and you move to the next thing. You don't dwell, you don't have tantrums, you don't have fits, you decide what you're going to do next and move to the next thing. You focus on only what you can control and who you can control. And both of those things are just you. So when other people do things, don't let it make you negative or frustrate you because you can't control them anyway. You can only control you. You gotta do everything first. Don't ever ask someone to do something that you're not willing to do. And I mean everything. If you're preparing for a live meeting, if you're not willing to go in and check and make sure the bathrooms are clean and the toilet paper has been replaced, don't ask someone else to do it. You gotta be willing to do it first. And when people see you do it, guess what they'll volunteer to do when you prep for the next meeting? They'll go, oh, don't worry, I already checked the bathrooms. 
and make sure to talk. See, people who are looking at leaders will duplicate leaders. If no one's ever seen you walk into the bathroom of the meeting you're about to have and make sure that it was accurate, no one will ever appreciate you asking them to do it. And I'm starting at the lowest of lowest things, all the way to the highest. Don't ask people to make sales if you don't make sales. Don't ask people to recruit if you don't recruit. Don't ask people to get bonuses if you don't get bonuses. Don't ask people, you hear me, to win contests if you don't win contests. You ask people to do as you do, not as you said. See, I do these trainings and some people go, oh, you've always wanted to be a trainer. No, I've not always wanted to be a trainer. I never thought about being a trainer. Really, I, this whole thing was really the creation of coach and, and coach decided that I should be a trainer. But what I've always been is a doer, which prepares me to be a trainer. When I joined this industry, with coach and, 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 and YTB in the early days, I, I recruited people. I built a team. I got multiple, multiple, multiple thousand dollar bonuses. I got the $10,000 bonus. I, I did the things that I asked people to do. And even to this day, I can ask you to recruit and build because I've always recruited and build people. I can ask you to get bonuses because I've always gotten bonuses. I've always gotten paychecks. See, when you do it first, you're always in the strongest position to lead and to teach because you're leading and teaching from experience, not theory, not a book. So you want to be a stronger leader? Make sure you do it first. You got to always remain a student. Always remain a student. For as long as you're alive, there will be things to learn. And when it comes to leadership, there's so much to learn because one of the keys to leadership is always bringing value to that relationship. And so you must always remain a student at the point that those following you know more than you, you're no longer necessary. Did you hear that? At the point that those following you know more than you, you're no longer necessary. And that's a tough position to be in because they're learning what they're learning and you're teaching them what you know. So they're always right on your heels and ready to pass you unless you're constantly learning and being a student. Never miss a meeting. Never miss a meeting you're supposed to be at and never let there be a meeting you don't try to get in. That's always been my philosophy. I go to the meetings I'm supposed to go to, and I go to some of the meetings I'm not supposed to go to if I can get there. And 50% of the time, I get in and learn something. So many people are trying not to go to meetings, trying not to be on Zooms, trying not to be on conference. How can you learn? How can you be a leader? How can you be, if you're not at the front of everything that's going on? Never make excuses. 
You can't make money and make excuses. The excuses are justifications of why you're not making money. So you just can't do both. My mentor taught me this really quickly. Every time I come in and complain about why I can't make money because the company didn't do this and the company didn't do that. And my, my, my mentor didn't do this. My leader didn't do that. My sponsor didn't do this. My mentor will pull out, open the drawer, pull out his paycheck and go, well, I made $10,000 last week in the very same company that you were in. How many of those complaints would you have if you made 10 grand? None. Then go make 10 grand. And I think I came back one more time. I thought I had some good complaints, some good excuses for why I'm not winning. It's not working. And my mentor opened the drawer and pulled out his paycheck. It was about 20 grand. He goes, well, same company you work for. Paid me 20 grand last week. How many of those complaints and excuses would you have if you made 20 grand? I said, none. He said, then go make 20 grand. And I realized at that point, I can focus on those excuses all I want. And he's making money. Which would I rather be? And so I stopped making excuses. Stop looking at what's wrong. Stop looking at what the company doesn't have. Stop looking at what my sponsor didn't do or did do. And I started focusing on me. How do I make money? What do I need to do to hit the goals every day? And when I started focusing on that, I started making money. Some of you aren't succeeding because right now you're compiling your list of everything that's wrong with Surge 365. You're focused on and ready to debate everything that's wrong with this company. While at the same time, so many people are making money. You gotta be extremely coachable. You got to be extremely coachable because success is a language that if you're not successful, you don't actually know that language. And therefore, you're going to be asked to do stuff that you don't always understand. You don't understand why. I didn't understand why my mentor would call me at a moment's notice and say, I need you to drive from New Jersey uh, to Baltimore for a meeting. That's four hours away. And, and you need me there by midnight? I got to drop everything and drive four hours to be somewhere by midnight. What could, what could that possibly have to do with business is what you're feeling. But I, I knew I had to be coachable. And so I did. And when I got there, I found there was a leader doing a midnight madness meeting that was absolutely outrageous. And it's full of people and it was and it was so, and I said, man, while other people are sleeping, or complain, or making excuses. This leader's doing what he's calling midnight madness. And my mentor wanted me to see that, to stretch my vision of what we could be doing in New Jersey. But when he asked me to come, it just, 
didn't make sense to me. And could he have tried to explain it? Probably. And if he did, I probably would have come up with a good reason why. Now that I know what it is, do I really need to drive four hours to see it? But he was counting on and also trying to find out before he invested any more time or money or anything in me and my culture. Some of you think you're coachable and you're not even close. You got to make a decision. You're going to be coachable. You're going to walk, talk, act, and believe like a director before you are one. You're going to make sure that your upline can count on you. See, that's what coachability is. But most important, you got to make sure your downline can count on you. See, if you implement these things in your life, it will enhance your leadership. That'll ratchet you up another notch in the leadership process and prepare you to take your business to a whole new level. Just wanted to share some things with you this morning for Winners Win. I will see you next time.